Hello and welcome to Encountering God Ministries with Salvatore and Sarah. I'm your host. And what we're doing is just to let you know and let you be aware, uh, we have a website. It's called EncounteringGodMinistries.org. We have blogs. We have other stuff that uh, that we do on there. We have some some really, really good uh, materials. You know, like I said, we're doing this blog. And the blog has everything to do with, um, <clears throat> literally, it just has everything to do with with our lives and to encourage us through the different times and seasons. The Bible says uh, that we, you know, about the tribe of Issachar, how they were uh, the tribe of Israel that understood the signs of the times. And that's what we're kind of geared to, to, to encourage you, to build you up from Isaiah chapter 35, um, also from Isaiah chapter 61 and other scriptures that talk really about us drawing closer to the Lord. And that's really what our goal is. So I want to thank you for joining me today and enjoy the podcast for joining me today. Just thank you so much. Uh, I want to let you be aware too that we're going through the Song of Songs out of the Passion Translation. I do have a book. It's called uh, SOS, A 50-Day Journey into the Heart of God. I wrote it about two years ago. It came out. My other book um, is at the publishers right now. Uh, We're working on a, a cover design. Also, um, you know, we don't, we're trying to decide if we're going to do a forward or not for the book. I think it would be really good. Um, but you know, we'll just walk from there. The other thing is that, uh, you can get the book on Amazon. You can get it on, uh, Barnes and Noble, uh, com. Both of those places have the book for sale. You can get it from me if you want to. It's 1099 from Amazon or Barnes and Noble. And, um, it's, uh, it's, if you, if you want to get it from me, it's $10. I have 10 left here. Uh, you can email me at Tom and Sarah Ministries at gmail.com and um, and I'll tell you how to get that. Again, it's a $10 minimum donation of $10 and um, and then we'll get that out to you. The, um, uh, the last thing I just want to say is that, you know, we, we do have a website. It's EncounteringGodMinistries.org um, and you can go and check that out uh, for other things and you can actually purchase the book. Uh, via Amazon off of that website. Um, So anyway, bless you this morning. I want to pick up where we kind of left off yesterday in the Song of Songs, uh, specifically in um, uh, starting with verse, uh, actually, let's go to verse 11. He says, the season has changed and the bondage of your barren winter is ended and the season of hiding is over and gone. The rains have soaked the earth and left it bright with blossoming flowers. The season for singing and pruning the vines has arrived. I hear the cooing of doves in our land and filling the air with songs to awaken you and guide you forth. Can you not discern this new day of destiny breaking forth around you? The early signs of my purposes and plans are bursting forth. The budding vines of new life are now blooming everywhere. The fragrance of their flowers whispers. There is change in the air. Arise my love, my beautiful companion, and run with me to the higher place, for now is the time to arise and come away with me. And um, so we want to talk about this. I'm probably only going to get about this far right now, so just bear with me. Um, you know, it's, it, it's, it's one of these things. Remember, uh, we talked yesterday about seasons. There are seasons in our lives. Um, 
well, there's a resting season. I remember Bob Jones talked about uh, this year, uh, 2020, he was back in 2012. He talked about this year being the year of the rest, entering into the Lord's rest. And so we have this, we have this, um, I don't want to say plan, but we have this desire to just rest in the Lord. And God wants us to rest. Remember, he worked seven days to build the earth and everything. And then he, he rested on the seventh day. And we need to rest. Uh, there, there is a desire in our hearts to rest. And we need to. Our bodies, our spirits, our souls. I went through a very, very hard time back in uh, 2017, 18, and 19. Like a two-year plan there. Hi, Brian. Uh, two-year plan in there, uh, two years, um, over three day, th over three year period, but it's actually like just about, just about less than two years of a real, 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 um, hard time in my life. It was a really dark season. It was a very barren winter, went through divorce, went through a bunch of stuff. And, um, you know, basically I was taking care of other people, but I was never taking care of myself. And so I had to, I had to stop and my, my winter got really, really barren. Uh, I'm just going to talk heart to heart right now, if that's okay. And, um, my heart was really barren and my soul was really, really, um, uh, barren. There is a, uh, there is a plan that we have, uh, that God has. He doesn't care about our, our, I'm not going to say care because he does care, but he's not so much worried about our end because he's already there. He's not worried about our beginning because he's already there. He just wants to dance with us in our journey. He wants us to be a part in his, in this journey. And, um, and, and a lot of times, and what happened to me, um, I, I, I was taking care of other people's needs, uh, emotional needs without taking care of my own needs. Uh, without taking care of my family's needs, I was carrying so many things on my on my shoulders, and it was really really hard. It wasn't easy at all to do that, and I and I felt like God was doing some incredible things in my heart, but I didn't know uh, what to do about it. Um, basically, my mind was, was was crashing. My my brain was crashing. Physical body was crashing. Um, my soul was crashing. My spirit was 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 fine. Um, you know, but even there, um, there was a need for God to want more. God wanted more from me and I didn't give it to him. I was in this barren winter and, um, and, and like, it was so cold. It was so dark. It was so frozen. The land was so frozen. I didn't know what to do about it. And, um, and I didn't know how to take care of my soul, but I knew how to take care of other people's souls. And I remember a friend came up to me and said, um, this was in late 2018, they said, you don't love yourself. And I said, what are you talking about? Of course I love myself. And they said, no, you don't need to. So I brought it before the Lord. I brought it before the Holy Spirit. And I said, is this, is this true? Do I love myself? Or, you know, do I have a problem loving myself? And the Holy Spirit said, it's true. You don't. And, and what we need to do, we need to fix it. Um, so uh, through a series of, of events, um, I was able to get healing in my soul. It was a journey. Uh, this is what my second book's about that's going to be coming out. Um, it's called a uh, breakdown to breakthrough and, um, and, and, and that journey and also the how to's of, um, of, of being healed in there, but it was a long, cold, barren winter. And we talked yesterday that a barren winter, you can't even repair your, 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 uh, your, your farm equipment for the next season of, of spring when you're going to be planting, you can't do it. It's just, it's just too cold. It's too, um, you know, it's just too much. 
And, uh, you know, I was talking, like I said yesterday, I was talking to a farmer friend of mine trying to discuss um, these these moments of, um, well, these seasons and, and what they looked like to a farmer. And usually in winter, you prepare yourself for, hi, Michelle, and uh, you prepare yourself for for that moment of, you know, you can prepare yourself, you prepare the equipment to plant again, to plow, to plant and, and turn the ground around and, and all this stuff. And you're, but in a barren winter, you can't even do that because it's just too cold. You can't fix things. Um, you're basically just in survival mode. And that's where I was back in uh, 2017 and 18 specifically, and even into 19. And, um, and then the Lord just says here, you know, the bondage uh, of your barren winter, and there is a bondage in it. You're stuck and you just can't get out. Um, you're, you're, you're falling apart. And, and that's what I was doing. I was falling apart. And so, um, and so that, that's what we talked about. And then he says like, this is a season of hiding is over and gone. And, and God is saying, I know <laughs> God is saying, it's just time. This is over and gone. It's time to start something new. And then he says, the rains have soaked the earth. And I talked yesterday that uh, in Latvia, um, the ground would be so icy that when the spring rains came, uh, those were starting in May, usually in April, it was still cold and snowy. But uh, in May, the rains would come, but the ground was so solid and frozen that it just took a while. Um, it's like um, the, the ground was so solid that the rain would just run off. But eventually, uh, the warmth or the, 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 the warm um, yeah, that's where I am right now, Michelle, Song of Songs, chapter 2, and I'm on verse uh, t uh, 11 right now, but I'm supposed to go to 12 and 13, hopefully. Um, so there, there it is, that, that I was, you know, th this ground was just, you know, just uh, getting flooded with water, but eventually the ice melted, and then the, the farmer would take out the plow, and he would start plowing the ground and turn the ground upside down so that the ground could absorb the water and get air so that he can plant. <clears throat> and so that's where that's where I was, and God was doing that. Um, that God was doing that in that moment, in that season. Uh, so then in verse 12, he says, um, the rain soaked the earth, okay? Um, this, this, this outpouring of the Holy Spirit came, and then what it did was, he says, uh, and it left it bright with blossoming flowers. And what happens to you when you are um, anointed, I shouldn't say anointed, that's not the word I'm looking for. When you are being poured upon by the Holy Spirit, what happens is that you are able to, to then start to blossom. God's able to start to nourish you and to feed you when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Um, he says that... Uh, um, um, he says, after this, after the Holy Spirit has come upon you, you shall be my witnesses, Acts 1.8. Okay, and it says, left it bright with blossoming flowers in that floral meadow. Whoa, what was that? Uh, the floral meadow, when, when it starts to blossom with flowers uh, after a spring rain, the fragrance is so wonderful. It's amazing, and you're like, whoa, this is just so good. And, um, and you just get flooded over with this, um, fragrance. And that's how it is with God. When he starts to pour on you, you start to smell like him. You start to act like him. You start to look like him. And then the singing of uh, uh, the season for singing and pruning the vines has arrived. Um, you know, the, this Hebrew word for pruning uh, is actually a homonym for singing. You know, so so you're like, you're pruning the vines. And like when you think about pruning, and I've heard this, these messages um, many, many times that, um, 
that, uh, that, that, that when you're being pruned, God's pruning you back and, you know, you're, cause you're doing something wrong. Well, actually what's happening is God is pruning you because he wants you to bear more fruit. Okay. I remember my grandfather used to, uh, used, used to make his own wine. He, used, he had, a, he had a wine cellar. Um, and, uh, and what he did was he would, he would gather the grapes, but he would prune these branches, these, these branches that would start to get a little long, he would prune them back. So, so that this way, the, all the energy of the water and the growth happens on the fruit as opposed to on the branch, because after a certain length, the branch just becomes a stick. It, it looks like a dead stick. It's, it's actually draining all the water and then there, you can't have fruit. So he would prune it back and, and, um, uh, so that he would get he would get wonderful wine grapes. Um, so the singing and the pruning of the vines has arrived. This is all part of growth. So you're going to start to walk into growth. God is God is ask God is wanting you to start to grow. He's wanting this from you. Would you please start? He, he's going to do this. Um, he's going to do this part where you're going to grow and you're going to you're going to start to do this. And and you know you think that the winter is going to last forever. But it doesn't last forever. It only lasts, and then God starts to God starts to do things. And 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 in Latvia, it's really funny. But um, in April, late April, early May, um, I remember we would have we would have like five inches of snow, and then it would melt during the day, and then we'd have five more inches of snow and melt during the day. So it's still cold, and it still gets to be frustrating. But but what happens is the farmer just keeps going, he keeps plowing because the ground is ready. The ground is ready to be. And then all of a sudden he starts to plant seeds. He starts to plant seeds. And the purpose of spring is to plant seeds so you can get a harvest. The purpose of spring is not to be relieved of winter. The purpose of spring is to plant seeds for a harvest. That's a good word right there. And, um, and uh, uh, it's funny because uh, the next verse says that the next part of the verse says, I hear the cooing of doves in our land. And um, um, I know that uh, we, we have this dove that, that sits outside my bedroom window early in the morning. When <laughs> early in the morning, um, he'll come out and he'll just start to coo and it'll wake me up like at four o'clock in the morning. Uh, so he will do that. However, also, the other the understanding is the turtle dove. Okay, the turtle dove cooing is usually heard at the harvest. It's really funny. Um, it's acceptable. Uh, it's a, it's an acceptable sacrifice of cleansing. You remember in the uh, in the um, Old Testament, he says, if you can't afford a lamb, you can bring a turtle dove, and uh, and then so you were able to bring a pure dove, and then they would sacrifice that for you. Um, you know. Uh, there's a there's a possession here when he talks about this and he says filling the air with songs to awaken you that I hear the cooing of doves in our land. See, God's taking ownership of you and he's just taking he, he's taking ownership and he's saying, I want you. I want you. I want you. And he's trying to embrace you. He's trying to hold you. He's trying to he's trying to envelop you and take you from your barrenness into a fruitfulness. OK, he says, um. He says, uh, be joyful, O barren woman. He says this in Isaiah, be joyful, O barren woman, because your children are going to be more than the married woman or the, or the, or the fruitful woman, so to speak. Okay. And, and, and this part is so good. He says, filling the air with songs to awaken you and guide you forth. He's just filling the air with these songs. If I can read Psalm, well, Psalm 108 verse 2 says, we, 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 we awaken the dawn with songs of worship. Okay. So this song 
um, uh, fills the air to awaken us, to guide us forth. And God is wanting to awaken us. So awaken, awaken, awaken my bride, awaken my love, awaken. And, 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 and a good husband will awaken his bride with compassion. He'll awaken his bride with love. He'll awaken his bride with joy. He'll awaken his bride, not before she's ready, but he will awaken her. Um, if I can say this, that he will give her a uh, coffee in the morning. He'll give her breakfast in bed. <laughs> if I had only known that years ago. Anyway, um, and that these songs will guide us. Worship has to be your guide. Worship has to be what you're guiding, what's guiding you. Okay. Worship has to be the thing that is guiding you. Not, not, um, not your, your mind, you know, while your mind is involved in worship, but you're worshiping him and the Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth and into all that stuff. And verse 13, very quickly as we're drawing to an end here, he says, can you not discern, and we'll pick this up tomorrow too, can you not discern this new day of your destiny, breaking forth around you, the early signs of my purposes and plans are bursting forth. As Jeremiah 29, 11, very, very familiar scripture, says that uh, I know the th thoughts and plans that I have for you, thoughts of good and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. God has plans. His ways are higher than our ways, it says in Isaiah. And our, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. So much more higher are his plans than our plans, right? So God is, God is doing all of this in us. And um, boy, we need to pick up this tomorrow. I just, I just feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit. But I want to talk about this new day of destiny. In Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1, he says, Arise and shine, for your light has come. In the, in the Latvian translation, it says, get up, for it's a new day. <clears throat> it's a, just a new day for you. Uh, this new day, you know, the old has passed away. Do not ponder the things of the past. Behold, I'm doing something new, and now it'll spring forth. You're going to be aware of it. He's making roadways in the wilderness. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. He's a new creation. The old has passed, new has come. Now, here's, here's something I want to look at. If you go, you don't have to go here. Just trust me. Uh, Lamentations 1.9 says, uh, talking about Jerusalem, he says that her uncleanness was in her skirts. She didn't consider her future. Therefore, she has fallen astonishingly. She has no comforter. See, O Lord, my affliction, for the enemy has magnified himself. Another version says that um, <clears throat> her, uh, her, 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 her uncleanness, her sin, as in her skirts, and she did not consider her destiny. She didn't consider her destiny. And, and, and God is saying to us, consider what you're called to. Consider your destiny. Don't be uh, blind to what this. Well, um, don't be blind to the fact that your destiny is here. Consider your destiny. What are you called to? What were the prophetic words that God had given to you? What is the what is the word that the Lord gave you in the scriptures? You know, um, and, and you hold on to this. This is the new day of your destiny. Consider it. Meditate upon this. This destiny. Um, our pastor, um, well, our, our the leader of Bethel Church here, Bill Johnson, he says that whenever he's he's in a situation, um, good and bad. Whenever he's there, he always reads the prophetic words that are spoken over him. When he was sick, he read the prophetic words, his destiny. Consider 
your destiny. Where are you going, Michelle? Where are you going? Where, 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 what is, where is your leading right now? Where is God taking you? Never lose sight of that. Um, when I was, when I was working in, um, when I was starting a business, they said to have this plan and keep the plan in front of you. And then, and then you're, you're working toward that. My friend who started a radio station for International House of Prayer on the East Coast, he had like three whiteboards and he started writing down all the, all the needs, what he, what he needed to get it going. And he checked them off as they came and, uh, and as everything came and he filled up three, um, uh, two and a half, uh, whiteboards and he got most of them already. And it's really, really, really awesome. And, um, and just, just to see how God has done that. But you got to keep your destiny. You got to keep your destination in front of you. Remember what I said before, that God knows the beginning. He knows the end from the beginning. So he's, he's not locked into time and space. But what he is, is that he is, he is in this place where he is saying, this is the time and this is the place right now. And I see the end. I see where you're going. I see where, and, and you've already been where you are going to him because he sees that. And he says, I, I saw it from the beginning of time. I saw it. And he says, I just want to dance with you in this journey. Come with me in this journey. Yeah. Can you not dis discern this new day of destiny, new beginnings? The number eight stands for new beginnings, new day. New day for you. I see, I see the number eight over you, Michelle, in your family that, 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 that this is it. Okay. It's breaking forth. So you got to see that this is a present tense word where it's a present perfect tense where it's like it's breaking now and it's going to continue to break. It's breaking forth around you. Whoa. Thank you, Jesus. The early signs of my purposes and plans are bursting forth. This is the early signs. Uh, the text is literally translated, the fig tree has sweetened and puts forth its early figs. In, in this allegorical language that, um, that, that Solomon is using here, uh, the fig tree is a picture of destiny and purpose. Okay, so the fig tree is a picture of destiny and purpose. It's like when Jesus had that fig tree uh, and he cursed the fig tree because it didn't bear fruit. It was, you know, it was because it wasn't doing what it was supposed to do to gain its um, its purpose, its destiny. It wasn't working toward its destiny. Although it had leaves on it, it wasn't working toward its destiny. And, 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 and so Jesus cursed it and it dies. Uh, don't ask me to get into it. I'm not going to. Uh, the sign of the fig tree blooming is a sign of an early spring or a new season. So when you see the fig trees start to blossom or start to get these, 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 um, these, these leaves and it starts to look like, you know, yeah, it's an early spring. It's, it's springtime for you. Yeah, I see these fig trees. I, I, I see them. It's really weird, but, I, you know, I, I, I see things. And when I see these things happen early, uh, I, I just feel like spring is, is, is on the way. Like, yeah, you know, in New York, it was that way. Sometimes we would have, um, sometimes we would have like, um, um, the trees would start to grow leaves early, like in, like in late February, early March, you know, it's crazy, but, <clears throat> but that's what it was, the early signs and they're bursting. They're continuing to burst forth now. So yeah. So bring hope, life, freedom, life, hope is coming. Hope is coming. And I've seen a lot of people uh, over the last few days 
uh, sorry, the last couple months, just, just saying like, you know, we're going to make it, we're going to make it, hang in there, you know, you're in a wilderness, it's wilderness. No, no, this is a time where God is, God is turning the ground, and he's wanted us to come closer to him. He's been turning the ground so he can plant seeds. He's not going to plant the seeds till the ground is ready, but he's going to plant the seeds in your life. So this is what that's all about. Um, <clears throat> can you not discern this new day, you know, the, the, the thing is that when, um, when, 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 um, and this is what happened to Israel, they didn't, Jerusalem didn't recognize her destiny. And then so she became like, um, like, you know, there, there's that rushing river, but river, but there's, there's, there's spots where the water is not, uh, is not being refreshed. And it becomes a, a slow, it becomes a, um, you know, a mud pit or, or an algae pit. And it's just nasty. Okay, it starts to smell and there's no life in it. It's like the Dead Sea, right? I mean, people go to the Dead Sea so they can float on the salt water. But, but the thing is that, that right now, for you, take this to your heart right now. Take this in your heart right now. Yeah, come on. Take this in your heart right now and understand that it's breaking around you. You know, I don't, um, I don't usually do this, but you remember that movie, um, with uh, Steve Colbert, not Steve Colbert, Steve, um, I can't remember his name, but anyway, it says, um, uh, it was the one about Noah, you know, he became Noah, um, and uh, the ark, and uh, and what happened was the dam had so much pressure behind it that the dam burst, and that's what's happening to you right now, you feel frustrated, you feel, you, you, you may feel frustrated, you may feel uh, with nothing around you. And you may feel that you're, you're under all this pressure, but understand that the pressure builds behind the dam before the dam bursts. That's why on some of these automatic dams, they go ahead and they, um, uh, they, they go ahead and they take these dams and they, and they let the water out because there's so much pressure behind it. Hmm. These things are bursting forth. I love that word bursting. I, you know, I, I remember my children when they were being born, there was always a bursting. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I just went there. Anyway, <laughs> there's always this, this bursting. And God, God is saying, that like, yeah, there's like a new birth. Remember when Jesus told Nicodemus, uh, he told Nicodemus, unless you are born of water and of the spirit, you cannot see the kingdom of God. You have to be born of the water. There has to be a bursting. And you're born of water, and then you're born of the Spirit. I kind of feel like I kind of feel like the Lord's telling me to end it there, um, and then we'll pick it up uh, tomorrow as well. But I feel like you just need to know, and I, and I just want to pray with you. Um, yeah, I just want to pray with you right now. Yeah, Holy Spirit, anybody that that right now is going through it, you know, they're just struggling. There, they're in this they're in this season of barren winter. Open their eyes. That they can see that the that the fig tree is budding. Yeah, that this this is a new season. It's a new day. You know, not yesterday anymore. It's today, and your mercies are new every morning. Yeah, Jesus, I just praise you and I thank you. Thank you for your love. I thank you for your grace. Do it right now, God. Fill our hearts right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus, so much. Whoa.
Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. God is so amazing. I just feel his presence right now. I just feel his presence. So just drink. Drink of the Holy Spirit today. You know, I just kind of feel like, you know, if you need to just spend some time today, just spend it in his presence. Just go there, put on some soft soaking music, so to speak, and with no words, you don't have to sing the words, just unless you want to sing, you can do that. But just just receive from the Lord. And, and, and if you can, just get in your heart and in your mind and in your imagination, just get, uh, just get first of all, the floral meadow after a spring rain, just get that fragrance. And then you start to see him start to plow your ground. Yeah, it may hurt a little bit, but he's starting to plow so he can plant seeds so that your ground can receive the nutrients from the air, from the, from the water, from the rains, from the Holy Spirit as he comes to you. Well, God bless you. We'll pick you. We'll pick you. I don't think so. We'll pick it up uh, tomorrow. Go to my um, uh, YouTube channel. So hit subscribe. Uh, we do lives on there as well. Um, go to, um, you know, you can go to my Facebook page, Encountering God Ministries. You can go to my website, which is Countering God, EncounteringGodMinistries.org. Uh, or my Facebook page. And um, and don't forget, you know, God is just, if he's for you, who can be against you? And he's going to watch you walk through this. So Jesus right now, I just bless all that are watching and that will watch later, that you will give them exceedingly abundantly above all that they can ask or think in Jesus' name. Well, God bless you guys. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time.